And now, live from Tiny Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian and pure sunshine in human form. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's the most responsible man you've ever met and also has an enormous heart and loads of integrity. It's Alan Moss. And he's a comedian. It's David Huntsberger. Chef Jeff is here to make homemade Skittles with just packing peanuts and LSD. I'm husband Daniel saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little curly fries. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, David Huntsberger. Oh, hello. It's good to be back. Hello, Jenna. Hi. Hey, Al. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Allison. You going to be able to make it through this episode? Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't make any noise. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so tonight is uh, Jenna and Al's last show while they live in California. That's right. But jerks, if you ask me. (laughs) It's sad, and yet I feel like there's like a veil between me and all the feelings that I don't want to feel, but I know I'm going to. Do you guys have? I imagine if you're like in the midst of the whole moving process, you're probably you probably haven't slowed down enough to feel it all either. Definitely not. Last night was the first night where I did wake up in the night and go like. Oh my gosh, we're moving. And then I couldn't fall asleep for like an Ooh. hour and a half. I just I think, like laid there thinking about yeah. what? And I like kind of woke up a little bit and saw you were watching Beaches. And then I just went no, back I, to sleep. <laughs> Steel Magnolias. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, Steel really? Magnolias. It was on TV. Well, the internet stopped working. So I couldn't like binge my usual Netflix show or mm-hmm. whatever. And so then I thought, well, cable, fine. So I switched over and Steel Magnolias had just started. And I felt like it was like a sign, like, yeah. here's a warm blanket for you right now in your emotional state. And I was like, she's well taken care of. She's in good hands. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> are you, or Daniel, are you feeling more than you're letting on? Um, no. Those were very sweet intros. They're very they sweet. Were. I was going to say, in fact, I almost said it before this is what went through my head i almost said it before i introduced everyone but then i'm like that's gonna just be super awkward so i was just waiting for a moment to bring it up sup with your super sincere <laughs> intros are you sincere Aww. guy now it wasn't it was, a a, it was the last one so I thought you could you could razz me a bit <laughs> <laughs> i know I, I did in a way <laughs> I was just like, you're just a comedian. Oh. <laughs> it was the less is more. Maybe, okay. maybe my delivery wasn't perfect. I, yeah, it was. It was David's intro that made me go, "Oh, you're like going in a new direction now with your intros." It made me feel you were sad. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I I will uh, get. Uh, I don't know. I'm weird with goodbyes. I just, if, I want to be honest here. I get that. No, I, I get I, it. Yeah. I feel um, sad that you guys are leaving. Um, but my instinct when people uh, leave is to shut down. So I'm a little bit. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I, I know. About, you know. This so, is like so. I'm very I mean, you honest. Give an example, but I'm, give an example but, like we're t- some we're taking um, Sparky to the to the. That farm we've talked about. Definitely. You know, it's like, like playing video games. Uh, am I like, like who? 
Who yeah. fucking Sparky? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Whatever, Sparky. Fucking jerk. Um, no, but I'm. But the point is, like, that's my instinct. So I think uh, I'm. I'm trying not to be uh, re- too removed from the situation. Mm-hmm. And then when I when and then eventually I, I kind of get. I kind of realize, oh, they're leaving, and that's sad. But I, it's like it's like you tend to sort of uh, have a kind of um, dissociative, like r- yes. your your oh, yeah. your more objective experience of the of it. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, we went out to dinner on Saturday night, and on the way there, as Daniel and I were driving there, when I say we, I mean Jenna and Al, and actually everyone at this table except for David. Thanks. We didn't know you were in town. <laughs> you, I mean, he we known? No, he wasn't totally in town, though. Oh, you oh, weren't, good. right? Yeah. You were in town. What night was call you, but your server was down. Saturday, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? I was in town, but I probably would not have gone, because I had... I mean, that was the first night I'd gotten home, sure. and I hadn't seen my sure. girlfriend in like a month, so... We knew that. Okay. We were like, He's not going to come. You know? Let's not... But guys, I would have. I'm just kidding. I'm holding were, back. I thought that you got back <clears throat> Monday. I did, yeah. I, in fact, I didn't tell very many people like, oh, I'm stopping through for the night on Saturday and then right. heading south. So that's on me. You guys apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to, and, and Greg was there and Greg and Greg's wife and Elliot. So we went to dinner and on the way there, I was saying to Daniel, I'm feeling kind of numb about this right now. It hasn't hit me yet. And then Daniel for like 20 minutes just went on about all the ways in which it's really going to hit me. You think you feel numb now, but just wait. You don't realize what it's going to feel like when they don't come every week. Like that's going to be a bit. Oh and, and I was like, I feel well. I feel terrible now. Thank you. Sparky, think, here, boy. Here, boy. <laughs> I think the point is, it's hard to feel something until it happens. Yeah. So knowing something's going to happen, it's hard to feel sad about it. You can feel anxious, or you can feel other things. In my experience, I, I'm, this is just me, but. It's not until it actually happens when I go, oh, you know, and then I can feel that thing. It's hard to, I don't know. That's why I'm not a good actor. Yo, gonna have a cookie? <laughs> oh, yeah, check out the garage. Oh, yeah, it's a big, get, get out of here, you motherfucker. <laughs> we uh, laughed so hard on the way home after you explained that. That internal monologue got me oh. for a week. I laughed yeah. days after that. I David, this would... is Daniel's inner monologue when we go visit an open house. <laughs> Just fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, yeah, check out the garage. Oh, yeah, it's a big... Get, the, get out of here, you motherfucker. <laughs> I, I wish that was a joke. <laughs> All right, so lots of stuff to get into. We have fuck some off. <laughs> you fucking assholes. We have some assorted surprises for the show. Uh, we have David's fuck back. off. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. We need to hear about how his tour was. Um, I came to the realization, which having a child has allowed me to to have this epiphany. I truly do have a terrible attitude about so many things. It's something that perhaps people have tried to let me know in the past, and I always thought, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to my mommy and me class, and it. so we're having a... Would you say it's a heat wave right now here? Yes. It's, oh, yeah. it's yeah. a heat yeah. wave. And so the women were going to go to lunch afterwards. And they wanted to know if I wanted to come. And in general, I always feel like I should be more social. But something about going to lunch, taking the stroller, where are we all going to sit? It's too hot. The whole thing is like, that's, it's all of that that makes me feel like, just be one of those like, go do things people. Not one of the like, what's the parking situation people. But so anyway, <laughs> the what's the parking situation person that's who I was that day because it was like 85 degrees. And I just, I wish 
I actually don't wish. I was going to say that I wish someone could just have recorded the series of questions I had to ask before I decided I would go. It was, is the park, is it, where is parking? Is it easy? Oh, and then someone's like, yeah, you go this way. And then, oh, no, look, where is the place? Where is parking? Is it air conditioned? Um, is the left that I have, is that a hard left? Is it a difficult left? Oh, okay. And I asked so many questions. <laughs> and then on the way there, Elliot started crying, so I just went home. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. It's like, I'm, tr- I'm truly not up for adventure. There's like a time, there, are, I am the same way. And I'm experiencing this right now because I'm going to be with all my siblings in Utah for a couple of weeks this summer. And they are go-getters. And mm-hmm. they're like, we're going to go here and here and here. And I'm like, I'll see you guys when you get home. Like none of that <laughs> yeah. is sad. That sounds like a lot of work for me. And so I get the feeling of like, there's so much to do once you get there. And then you got to yeah. I get it. It's we a all, lot. We all went to this um, music class at the library and we were in the parking, parked in the parking structure. And then we were like trying to get out and there was a staircase down and it's three women with three strollers. So I said, Oh, we should just like go the, s- the same way the cars would go, which would be like a lot of circles and maybe we get run over. And when the other mothers was like, you don't think we can just go down the stairs? And I, and I looked at her like, are you crazy? And then it turned, she's like, I'll help you. And anyway, we ended up carrying the strollers down the stairs. Wow. Um, it was like four stairs, but still, <laughs> <laughs> but still the fact that it ended up being so easy and not a big thing. And I was like, you got to be crazy if you think we're carrying strollers down the stairs. Um, it just made me think like I really I'm really not grabbing anything by the horns. <laughs> You'll get I mean, there. I, I, I think it's still early. Yeah, okay. And having a baby is just uncomfortable it for really, someone who for, worries. Yeah. Yes. And I, I'm the same way. I mean, if if I didn't have Jenna with me, who would just be like, What's the big deal? It's fine. I I can't handle it. I mean, for me, I took Sam to the grocery store by myself for the first time in like seven months and I planned it for days. <laughs> yes. And like had to go like, here's how we're going to do the whatever that, what's the thing? Yeah, the, we had to practice the Bjorn the papoos, before. The yeah, the yeah. Bjorn. Like, I don't know what to do. Right. And so I totally understand. And other people make it look easy, but you just go like, I am a crazy person and I don't know why I worry so much about this. That's do. So. It does get easier though. Like, it does. now that I've, because I took Sam on a trip to New York when she was one and I stressed out about that trip for like two months before and then it turned out to be really great and then I did it again with this road trip with my mom and it does get so much easier. Yeah, I can't even imagine traveling with a baby. It gets so much easier. I can barely travel with a laptop bag. But also for the last two weeks, Elliot, like uh, for the first week of the two weeks, he was sick and then for the last week or so, he's been teething or something. He's mm. been extremely, extremely fussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, doing that thing where he cries and it's really just he's screaming bloody murder. And mm. it's hard to be in a restaurant and deal with that. I can see, you know, it's I can see wanting to turn around. Yes. Okay. What if the people, when you're, when you're just 
speaking as someone who has no children in a restaurant, it never occurred to me that the person over there who's ruining everyone's night is like, <laughs> just stick with it. Be someone that goes out and has fun. Like, you can make it through this. Yeah. And everyone else is like, shut that kid up. This is, right. it's destroying everything. <laughs> and you're just staring fucking <laughs> yes. death stares No, at I'm always empathetic because I always assume, like, there must be some situation or circumstances that put them here. Oh, this is a shame. Like, they have to be. It never occurred to me that they could be like, I got to be someone who proves they can, like, go out and have <laughs> Fun. Yes. <laughs> what an asshole. That's, That's every parent's inner you know, dialogue. Yeah. Yes, now. Yeah. <laughs> well, then maybe I should just stay the course with my, like, I'm sorry. I'm going to start shouting that in public places. Like, just, just be someone who stays at home. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a shirt that just says, making a go of it. There you go. You know? Yeah. Well, I've actually, you know how, you know those baby on board stickers that everyone universally babies board cars for some reason <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the babies on a board show me the ticket <laughs> yeah. we're now boarding our backseat for babies <laughs> <laughs> all aboard <laughs> after having a baby i began to see those actually as a cry for help <laughs> and this sounds like my shtick of like, look, I'm a mom comic now. Here's my, but I don't mean it like that. I just mean it's a like, please help me. Please don't hit me. Like, like I, give me a break. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I need, I, I need help. Mm-hmm. Right. Just ease up on me. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like if I'm driving really slow, it's because I'm not looking because I'm, there's a binky on the ground that I desperately need. Yeah. Things right. like that. Yeah. Definitely. That's how I've taken it though, it, which is I'm going to drive slow. And so don't fucking tailgate me. Just go around. I have a baby. Right. Like, chill out. I By the way, is there something that people could have, like, so you could roll down a window and they could drive up next to you, like, saw your sign, and then maybe there's some melody they would play really loudly, or they start chucking things into your car, like, here's like some toys. binkies and stuff? <laughs> yeah, binkies. Like, <laughs> a can of um, baby food. Something. Yeah, I mean, I always dangerous. feel so helpless there, like, okay, noted. There's a baby up there. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have a sign that says, says uh, wanted babies. <laughs> <laughs> you know well then sometimes you Room drive up babies. and there is clearly no baby in there and you're right. like yeah. listen you gotta take that sign off and on I'm <laughs> yeah. over here with white knuckles nervous <laughs> yeah they're crying wolf with their baby on yeah. board yeah <laughs> so uh, when we're driving with Elliot which or even when we're not but mostly when we're driving with Elliot Daniel's what Daniel is saying as we're on the road it's occurring to me sounds so much like you at an open house there's a lot oh. of like, ah, eat a dick. Oh, what I like actually say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to other motorists. Well, to be fair, though, I say that, yeah, even when I don't have Elliot in the car. <laughs> I mean, people when you're are by just, yourself? People are just assholes <laughs> on the road in LA, you know? Like, today there was this fucking, oh, Jesus. I was, I was at a uh, stop sign at Overland which doesn't mean anything to most people listening. And there's just a ton of traffic there. And I needed to get into... So it was like a two or three lane run. I needed to get into the far left, take a right, but get into the far left lane to take an immediate left. Right? Wait, so I needed, oh, to, I see. So yeah. I needed to cross a couple... You're taking a right, but then you've got to get... Once you take oh, that right, I you've got to get the first all the lane. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't okay. take the first lane available. I had to get over really yeah. fast. You're looking for okay. a big gap. So yeah. You shoot mm-hmm. through. And, yeah. But there was tons of traffic anyway. I couldn't even have really gotten into that first lane. And there was this guy in this red Porsche behind me. And he was like... Hank, 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 and it's just like, 
Fucking- to his defense, your your horn just never sounds how you want it to sound. It, well, first of all, right? <laughs> like, let are, this guy have it. <laughs> I realized, first of all, that is a flaw in the design <laughs> yes, of the of Porsche, Porsche, which is your horn should sound like your fucking car looks, yeah. right? Yeah. It should be like... <laughs> Instead, it's... <laughs> and, I, and I just and I'm like what the fuck and then finally as I'm turning I just do that move where you I do that move where I'm I'm going forward with the left leg showing him see I'm going left and then flip off like flip off in the back because he was having to stay there because mm-hmm. of the fucking traffic so oh you waited you waited until like the yellow was just thinly he, going to he was red. just watching me go on ahead and then he got the fuck you yeah the as best. I did it yeah. Fuck off! I've never you seen you actually. Assholes. He just kept give doing it. He was finger. like, "Hank, Hank, 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 Hank." Like, what? What am I supposed to do, asshole? Like, just I'm gonna fuck it. <laughs> just get into an accident. <laughs> this guy wanted me to. Right. Like you were unaware that you were supposed to pull forward at that time, but yet his horn woke you up to the fact that yes, you are supposed to pull forward. I Thank do. You. Yeah. Right. I do control traffic, and I'm just doing this to frustrate you. So <laughs> fuck you. Is there a psychology involved with it that goes beyond just person behind you? Like it, it, meaning, like if it's a Porsche. Mm. Someone in a '92, yes, yeah, you know, century. The whole vibe yeah, yeah. of this guy was he needed to get the finger, yeah. right? So yeah. it was like it was just <laughs> it, it, it had to happen. I happened to be the person there to bear that responsibility, and you know, I'm I'm responsible. So Way I to go, it. man! On behalf of all of us citizens, yeah, out you're there. welcome. <laughs> I know, I'm not expecting a medal or anything. Just I do what I do, you know, civic duty. <laughs> oh. If I had a medal. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, I want to tell you about Thumbtack. Perhaps you're familiar with Thumbtack. It was actually Daniel's mom who introduced me to Thumbtack. Oh, yeah. She uses this all the time. Yeah. It's uh, an awesome service. So let's say you need to hire someone, a plumber, a DJ, people to help you move, people to help you unpack after you move, organiza- organization. I'm bringing up specific moving type stuff because of Jenna and Alan. I feel like if you guys need some professionals, this, this is the place to go. I'm ready for this. Uh, Thumbtack finds them for free. So they match some, thumbtack.com matches you with the right local professionals for any project. You just tell them what you need and when, and then you have, you'll have up to five estimates tomorrow. So I, um, there was a chair that I want when I was setting up the baby room, there's a chair I wanted to buy and it was down in Orange County and I was trying to figure out how to get it. So I went onto Thumbtack and I mentioned the job and where it is and stuff. And then I had like five estimates. It, I had them. It wasn't even the next day. It was like a few hours later. Um, ended up not getting the chair. However, I was very impressed with Thumbtack. Yeah, she, and now I'm just friends with all those people. My mom, she's very little. And so anything she needs done around the house, like I need someone to wash all my windows or something and she'll just use yeah. it. It's great. No more sifting through 75 million search results. No more asking neighbors if they know a guy. And Jenna, now you don't know if you're going to want to ask your neighbors for advice. Oh, gosh. No, we no. don't know who to trust yeah. yet. That's right. Go on the internet. Go to thumbtack.com. Thumbtack.com finds exactly who you're looking for. Uh, and they'll ask you a few questions about your project. And then use that info to find pros that best fit the job that are available when you need them within your budget. Reviewed and verified. Thumbtack does all the legwork. You just pick your favorite. Um, so they also, there's all sorts of, so I mentioned like the house cleaning, the moving and all that stuff. There's also like makeup artists, hair people, pretty much anything you can think of. You could find that person or those people on Thumbtack. Thumbtack makes it easy to find pros for pretty much anything you need done. Download the app or try it now at thumbtack.com. All right. Okay. So 
We have some uh, messages from people that you guys know, and uh, let's hear them. This is Tom Rapp, a.k.a. Trapdog, Alan, Jenna, Sam, and baby to be named later. I'd like to wish you the very best in this next chapter in your life. It was very nice meeting you at Bumbershoot, and I think all great things will be happening for you in Georgia. Best wishes, Trapdog. Thank you. Trapdog. That's amazing. So, so now the question is, do we pepper them throughout or do we just... Yeah. Okay, so we should move oh, on sorry. now? You asked me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a thing that should have been decided ahead of time. What were, you, were you thinking we pepper or were you thinking we just like, here's a chunk? I was thinking I would play them when you pointed at me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Said you wanted me to play them. All right. Well, let's move on then, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I look at you too intensely? Because I could like look at Jeff and be like, David. Ah. <laughs> it, it felt like there was a quiz happening or I'd gotten called on where I'd oh. be ready with something. I, I'm ready. Let me, let me be more cash in my approach. <laughs> so anyway, you guys, David, how was your tour? Oh, it was wonderful. Um, I met some uh, Allison Rosen is your new best friend listeners who came out to some of the shows. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Cool. The nicest people. They some are. people showed up and said, like, hey, we were some of the people that, like, reviewed your CD and, like, let that guy have it. Like, Thanks for that. That's awesome. Oh, that guy, is awesome. Yeah, it was pretty great. It really, and then I want, I'm 99% sure his name is Daniel, came to the show in Vancouver. I was hanging out um, uh, beforehand. Really pretty venue. It was the last 35-millimeter pornography theater in North America and then they finally shut it down people were like we can do this at home that we don't need to go out and uh, it, expose Is our that genitals. like a good type of film for porn? 35 millimeter yeah. in anything is like pretty it used to be kind of the standard it was is pretty and you know I guess now they don't need it but like it was just this cool old they fixed it up and changed it into this beautiful theater. They still had kind of, there's something charming about that level of like depravity or something. Sure. And anyway, like this guy came over and but, he was like, are you going to be around after the show? And I said, yeah, probably. And he goes, okay. And then he sat right in the front and he was the best. He laughed like throughout the whole show. And then afterward we chatted for a while and he like, his wife and, and I think his wife's friend or one of his friends like <clears throat> wouldn't join him and come to the show. They were like, ah, man, we're, we're not into that sort of thing. So he just came oh. on his own, but he was the biggest fan of your show and like so said to say hi to all of you guys oh that's so nice Hello. yeah those people are the best when they show up to shows like oh that. my god fantastic yeah. Awesome. the yeah. best yeah. yeah it was really cool so uh, they, that always kind of gets reinforced that podcasting is this weird like people that listen every week how many things in your life do you have that's that are every right. week you know that you like let people into your i mean i won't have head. jenna and al anymore but guys i really want to drive that home <laughs> 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 Uh, no, it was fun. It was good. They, uh, aside from Pocatello, Idaho, it was a delightful journey. It was a fun tour. Oh, pretty cool. Well, yeah. you can't tease us I was like let that. down so much because it's there are three gay bars in the entire state of Idaho. Two of them are in Boise. Naturally, it's a college town. It's yeah, kind of a central sense. sort of yeah. like. It has the word boys in it. Yeah, it has boys <laughs> in it. <laughs> it's Boise. It's yeah. kind of, you know, it's like. It's where the boys lots are. Lots of boys. Yeah. yeah. And. It's, oh, so people get mad if you say Boise and not Boise. Yeah, it's which Boise. Is, Al went to college in Boise. So I tried to warn you. He's all about the Boise. They don't want people thinking it's too Boise. <laughs> I heard it used to be called Le Bois, yes. which oh. meant the trees. Right. Yep. So to think that they took it from Bois, which is so mellow and racks to Boise, like the C is really <laughs> Yeah, and to be uptight about that. So uptight. Harsh. It's harsh. 
So I think Boise is a nice compromise. So um, wait, Al, are you okay with that? I'm totally fine. You know, I, I wasn't born and raised there, but I would just remember getting the wrath that you yeah. felt. Yeah, as I, would, I was going, I would yeah. love to go there and call it Bois. <laughs> when I when I would fly out of Midway, the guy would always call it uh, Boise. <laughs> so you heading because I would like check my bags like you heading to Boise, all right, and type it all in, and I was like, I don't know what to say. Here. <laughs> so I'm going to. What I'm excited to see, which is like, oh my God, rural Idaho, Pocatello, there's mm-hmm. not much out there, and there's a gay bar, and they've put on for 30 years, like this, maybe it hasn't been open that long, 10 years, they've been doing this drag show, and it just seemed to me like, wow. when I think of the gay community, I think of being margin, like marginalized, but like ostracized, and having to like find refuse in culture, and arts, and entertainment, and really be... I don't know. I don't know if that's even remotely accurate, but I think of that of like this sort of isolation, like these people don't get me, but books and movies always have or characters. So I'm in my mind creating like it's going to be this fun, like cool group of people that are dressed very flamboyantly and fun. <laughs> and it's just like these heavy set Idaho, very um, your standard like Walmart level of boring kind of people, which is fine if they're just sitting there, but they stared at their phones as if they had never seen a phone before throughout. And I kind of like politely at the beginning kind of mentioned that, like, oh, well, you know, if you've got a text or something, if you have an elderly person you care for at home, maybe, you know, <laughs> you can, like, check in on <laughs> That's that. That's acceptable. Yeah. But, and right. they're also vaping to a level I've never seen. It was <laughs> oh if there was God. an unannounced, like, oh. who can make the biggest one repeatedly. So wait, was this the gay scene there? Or this is the normal? gay scene there. Wow. It was so uninspiring. Where like, Luckily, there were some kids in the back that like were a little more artistic looking, and they were very nice afterward. And these two women afterward bought me a drink. And they're like, so sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Huh. It just looked like... I can't even describe it without being without shaming or something like that. But the people <laughs> just look so like hi. It was just that look across the board. <laughs> so two people didn't vape or smoke. They or uh, look at the phone. They just stared sort of at each other. The tables were arranged in a way where like you had to just turn your head slightly to see me, and they, that was too much for them. Maybe you were there like on blind date night, and everybody was just feeling awkward about everything. I don't know. It was so odd, and so I the show ended. So I was doing a bit that is about like a planet that potentially is ruled by sentient bananas. <laughs> That's kind of the concept. And this woman has to stop That's the show. That's such a ha- you know, hacky premise it everybody is. does. <laughs> it's a little overdone. I mean, oh, the, the, the sentient bananas. There we go again. Jeez, and this geez. woman stops me, and I feel like, oh, okay, like she's got something to... She goes, I don't like bananas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I go, <laughs> what, like, this, the premise of this joke? She goes, no, I don't like the taste of them. I go, oh, oh I'm not okay. asking you to eat one. <laughs> Yeah, and she proceeded to, no joke, spend like five, if not ten minutes <laughs> going, no, 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 you don't get it. Like, I broke my leg once, and they tried to give me a banana split. I wouldn't eat it. That's how much I don't like bananas. Was she, she flirting eat- or crazy? I, but part of me was like, I hope this is like an improv thing. She's the best. This is hilarious to me. She was not. Okay. She, she, wait, so she wait, was, this is real. It wasn't just that she didn't like bananas. <laughs> she didn't like you to bring up the idea of bananas. I think they it triggered clearly, something. Yeah, I was going to say, they clearly bring up something. Yeah, right. Maybe she was the triggered. pain from her leg. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow. So other than that, and that, and I guess, uh, beyond that, the, sh- the tour is delightful. But <laughs> Pocatello was just such a letdown in that way where I was like, this is the worst gay scene. I've been to Pocatello a number of times. <clears> oh, <throat> have you? Uh, my brother used to live there. He used to manage a shopping oh, mall. Oh, does in he? Pocatello, yeah. <laughs> 
and uh, <laughs> nothing that you have described is surprising to me. <laughs> Man, we had been over at this other bar ahead of time watching like one of the basketball games, and the people there seem real mellow. And uh, like when they ask, "Where are you performing?" I f- we, my friend and I, both go, "Oh, we're across the street over at, at Charlie's, the gay bar," and just just to kind of get a test if they were going to be like. Yeah. And they were like, "All right, cool, man, have fun." I was like, "Okay, Pocatello, all right." Like they're they're pretty right. good going yeah. here. This is... So yeah, it was I, the, like I I should have taken a better look if they were like wearing sweats and really what was going on because in my mind they're all wearing sweats like looking at their phones like cave people. If you hand a cave people a phone, and they're like, <laughs> "What?" It was just <laughs> so disappointing. Anyway, that's the tour. Other than that, I didn't mean to focus just on the negative Do part. You... It was so fun. That I was going to ask. Do you love touring? Because I think I would begin to get like homesick or I don't know. I get homesick sort of... now immediately. One day in, I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, then like enough time goes by. I'm like, oh, it is. Like you see the prettiest stuff. You see the coolest parts of the country. And I went to like the High Desert Museum with my friend Andy. And um, uh, she and she was a good like instigator of that. Like you want to go take the scenic route? We drive 10 miles. Then a gate's closed. And like <laughs> we had to turn around and go all the way back. <laughs> Where was this? This was outside of Bend, Oregon. Went to the High Desert Museum. These river otters put on a show as if they as if they were going. It was amazing. We were walking, we crest over this hill. River otters, I don't know if you've ever seen them, they stand up and they can like crook their back in a way that's like, oh shit, y'all. We got a two thirty. Put it together. And they race and jump in the water. It looked so much like they were Yep, they're coming. And they just barrel into the water. And they're like floating on their backs. And they'd get up and do these fun little dives. And wow. it was so cool. Like they were performing. Merle, just- we're on. Let's do this. Look alive. It was so great. Wait, are they? They don't have a trainer. This is just a no, thing they just do. Them. Nature. Do they get treats? Nope. Or are they just show offs? Their treats are people going like, oh, ah. I'm fully convinced they yeah. love it. They had the same routine. They'd run over here. They'd stand up and look around, like, which was kind of sad. Like, is anything over this fence? And then they'd come back and dive in the water, and their dives were cool, and they'd swim around. And so seeing things like that are fun. Oh, I was. went to, uh, where else did I go? Oh, I went to the Lowell Observatory in Flagstaff. Oh, that's nice. cool. I like nice. the observatory here, but we have so much air, like you can't pollution. see the stars. You can't see it there. It's seven thousand feet. There's no atmospheric pollution, yeah. let alone light pollution. It's it's unreal. Like they had uh, the way their dome is built too is it, like they turn it using automobile tires. That's what like the bearings are basically that just have humans go. We're turning it that way, and they aim the telescope and look at cool stuff. So that was fun to see. I don't know. I like that part of touring. I like That's when you cool. like get to get out and see stuff. But yeah, the driving where you're just like, why am I doing this? <laughs> it's crazy the amount of space between places on the in the west. In the west, yes. yeah. You really can drive a long time. Yeah. when you go on a trip like that. Yes, you can. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, going from so like Pocatello or like Salt Lake City to Denver, there's just uh, not nothing. a lot between there. Nothing. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird. Do you miss your girlfriend a lot when you're gone? Yeah, and we talk a lot. We don't like Skype or FaceTime. We talk a lot and send text messages and things like that. But then I feel bad where, because that becomes kind of a responsibility. Mm -hmm. So you're like getting places, you're doing the show, you're talking to people after the show, you're catching up with friends, on and on. And like, oh, and then I also have to make sure I have, you know, put in enough time. Like, yeah, stay in touch. But that went really well. Like, we, we have a good 
good thing going there as far as like, there was never like I didn't hear from you yesterday this is my voice by the way <laughs> <laughs> well good well, we're glad to have you back even though you're heading back out soon right yeah so I go do the Everyone's fringe festival leaving. right yeah oh, that's yeah. another month long thing but with no driving I'm not worried about that one people are like oh man you gotta do this show every night for like 30 days and I was like Pfft. with no driving that's gonna be a be whole a month Kind of, I'm not really. It's the third to the twenty eighth with one night off on the fourteenth. Wow, that'll be wild. Yeah, but I know the jokes now pretty well, so I can just kind of sleepwalk through them. I think, which is what people pay to see. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he really brings it, but not here. Yeah. <laughs> he was so good. I know he was asleep. <laughs> I know. It. <laughs> uh, let's hear another message. Hey, uh, Jenna and Al, it's Malls, Molly McAleer. I just wanted to reach out. I heard you guys are leaving a Georgia over what I understand to be a a misunderstanding. I wasn't trying to force my way into your relationship. I just thought it would be a fun thing we could try if you'd want to come back and... I don't, I don't leave Allison over this. This isn't, this is a private, it could have been, look, I, uh, I respect you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Malls. 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 Yeah. You're so Jeez, great. That's you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was not either. That was a good surprise. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> summer means steak. Upgrade your summer cookouts with gourmet Omaha steaks. Um, I've talked about Omaha steaks before. We mentioned them as something that makes a great Father's Day gift. It also makes a great thing for the summer. Daniel has really been tearing into all the Omaha steak stuff we received. They're great. Yeah, it's great. It's like you order it, and then one day, giant box full of meat, yeah. dry ice yeah, arrives. It's, it's perfect and easy to cook, and you can get any of the cuts you want. It's great stuff. There's a huge menu of steaks and more, premium aged beef for maximum tenderness, high-quality ingredients, convenient and quick shipping. Every purchase backed by Omaha Steaks is 100% unconditional guarantee. Uh, and so many people have tweeted to say that they ordered it or they ordered it for someone they love, and everyone is really happy with it. I've described it as a no-brainer before because it really is. You get so much for your money, and everyone's super into it um and there's unique products for gourmet food lovers so i mentioned the premium uh beef but also seafood poultry pork veal lamb veggies desserts appetizers etc right now you can get this limited time deal which is an exclusive savings of 80 percent on a very special combo the summer sensation that's how i refer to myself you get all of this here's what you get two five ounce filet mignons two five ounce tarp sirloins four four ounce boneless pork chops four 3.5 ounce chicken fried steaks a 12 ounce package of all beef meatballs four four ounce omaha steaks burgers four four ounce gourmet jumbo franks 16 ounce package of omaha steakhouse fries four caramel apple tartlets uh, an Omaha Steaks seasoning packet, plus four more Omaha Steaks burgers. So just for my listeners, this exclusive package is only $49.99. All that for $49.99. Go to omahasteaks.com, type Rosen in the search bar, and add the summer sensation to your cart. So again, visit omahasteaks.com and enter the code Rosen in the search bar. So listen, it's the search bar right when you get there. It's not a thing at the end. It's just right there. Search bar, Rosen. It'll pop up, get it, uh, 
That's how you do get this great package for $49.99. Have the best summer ever with steaks and more from Omaha Steaks. Really fills up your freezer, too. There's a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, there really is. Get out there and fill up that freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> I sell meat. <laughs> I'm a competitor for Omaha Steaks. <laughs> it hasn't been good. <laughs> Er- uh, Earl's chops. <laughs> no one knows about it. No one's buying sheep these days. <laughs> I'm from Des Moines sheep. Uh, Pocatello steaks. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be an awkward segue right now. However, I just wanted to give an update from last week. So, David, last week I talked a bit about. Um, was it just last week? Or was it the week? I feel like it's been ongoing. No, it was last week. About feeling a little depressed lately. That was last week. Oh. Yeah. And right. It was the week before that I talked about all the like dark thoughts I've been having. Right. Not scary dark thoughts, mm-hmm. but just sort of kind of scary. <laughs> not, but, you know. not scary as in I'm let me reassure everyone She's I'm not fine. A harm. Right, yes. I'm not a harm to myself or to anyone else. I just mean like, yeah, like disturbing scary thoughts will pop into my head and I can't push them out. Can you give an example? Yeah, like, hey, what happened to babies in the Holocaust? Oh, okay. Yes. Or like the well, the two ones. Uh like do they experiment on dogs in medical schools? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Stuff that in the past like either didn't pop into my head or if it did, I could be like, I'm not gonna think about that. Now it's just like this has popped into my head so many times. I have to Google it. Yeah. That kind of fun stuff like that. Ugh. Yeah. So that was happening. And then I realized, okay, so I think it's, I think maybe I'm having some postpartum depression. And I talked about that on the show. And then a lot of people um, wrote in to share their stories or to, to, which made me feel really, feel better and less alone. And then also people, you know, wrote in to say that it made, that they appreciated that I talked about it because they had gone through that kind of stuff too. But anyway, I decided uh, to make an appointment with a therapist and I'm seeing her tomorrow morning. So I, that's just my update. It's not well, funny. It just you're, is. You're taking care of yourself, sweetheart. That's good. I'm trying. It's inspiring. I find that after I listen to Never Not Funny, I get postpartum depression. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should get some help. For the... Sorry. <laughs> All right. So many different things. I was just trying to think what Jimmy would say in that scenario. I didn't care for that. Didn't care for that at all. (laughs) (laughs) So Jenna, Al, where are you guys in the moving process? Uh, We are at a point where we don't know what to do next. Mm. We're like very packed, but there's still a few things we need to do. Um. But it's too soon to do them. Right. And then that delicate balance of like, when do we stop the internet and the mm. cable and all those coordinating? Like, yes. Final. All yeah. those like annoying, like our, our PO box and all these things right. that we have to like shut down. And then so we're at that weird phase of like the big packing's done. But, and now we don't really want to do anything else, right. but we have to. Like when do you have the bonfire where you burn all the furniture? Oh my gosh. Mm, yeah my mom yeah there's (laughs) this we have this really old korean chest that's in terrible condition it's like an antique chest that my mom brought to la to see if maybe she could find someone in koreatown who knew how to fix it because it's this really delicate light wood like the chest weighs nothing it feels like it's it's it feels like it's made out of balsa wood Mm -hmm. like that's how light it is it's Hmm. so light the size of like a small chair 
Yes. That's big. And so we have, she, and so she came, she actually had four of them. She came and took two of them home. And then the other two were in such bad shape. She was like, I don't know what to do. And there's no time now to find somebody. You guys are moving. So can you just get rid of them for me? So we got rid of one because someone took it off our front lawn, which was great. It just disappeared one <laughs> well, day. Well, we tried to sell it for a dollar at the at the Nobody wanted sale. them. <laughs> and everyone was just pass. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then, so we have this one left. And we're like, what are we going to do with it? And trust me, burning it has come up oh, many Many Multiple times. times. <laughs> I think I'm just going to leave it in the rafters of the garage. And then if the landlord says like, it's not yours, but like, no, I thought it was here when we got here. <laughs> yeah. We've thought about that too. <laughs> That's one option. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's, Goodwill. yeah. I've just, I've Goodwill left places. won't take it. I've left places where I just left furniture there and just said. I think it's pretty common. And, and uh, you know what? Uh, the moving folks will often take it. So, yeah. I think so. so you can just yeah. say, guys, if you want this, and they'll, I've never had like, them ever turn it, turn no. it out. That's true. <laughs> don't want this one's this. pretty busted, though. It's what does it look crap. like? It's just like a it, brown chest. Yeah, it almost looks like something you could put a TV on top of, mm-hmm. and then there's like uh, just doors that open, and you store like blankets in them. It's a blanket chest that they would use in Korea a long time ago. And did your mom have it in, when she lived in Korea? Yeah, they were brought, she carried them. Wow. Uh, yeah, how did she get them here? Well, some of the stuff was shipped when we moved here. And then the other stuff, airlines used to let you get away with a lot. Mm. When we were flying overseas all the time, back and forth from Korea to Utah, my mom carried on a bed frame once. <laughs> I think she carried on one of these chests. We used carried to get on. Unbelievable. We used to <laughs> we used to have body bags that you would weigh like hundreds of pounds and we would just check them. Body bags? Yeah, what's like, a body bag? They're those bags. My, they're that's like a, a giant duffel bag. Giant duffel bags. Oh, you like, that has skis and a whole yeah. bunch of other and stuff. a body. You can put an entire yeah. body in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we would fill those and carry those. Oh, we like, we used to oh. you could, you could get away with whatever you could. Know. We'd furniture. Have you ever wrapped your suitcase in saran wrap? And when people do that, why are they doing that? Is that to keep it together or is that to weather protect it? I've never, never seen, seen that. that. I've in, seen uh, it. like Mexico City. That's a big thing. You pay like that service, and they do them all up. I Why did not do know that. I don't know. It looks cool. I'm like, maybe but, I should do it. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're so rough with the bags, like the way they huck them around or something, that the it protects it. Or it protects them from like spilling open, I guess, or just scuffing your bag in general. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe if it's raining, it it keeps them dry. Yeah, like, these are all things. Yeah. I have. One, I've also wondered: Did your suitcase break, and this is the only way you could seal it? <laughs> the person just opens a box of saran wrap yeah. is literally just wrapping it. I feel, like, I feel like TSA would unwrap it, though. They would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. would, for sure. That would be yeah. the one they would check. They'd right. be like, yeah, I'm definitely going to that one. Mm-hmm. I was leaving the Duluth airport one time because my girlfriend's family is there, and her mother had made these sugar cookies. No, no, we had been given them, and she said, oh, well, you guys take them home. And then she packed them in, like, bubble wrap and a significant <laughs> amount of packing tape and so we were going to the And airport. like an alarm clock that you taped to it <laughs> and a bunch of wires. It looked like kilos of drugs. Yeah. And the guy, oh. I just kept, 
not that I was berating him, but I was hard on him where I was like, yes, sir, we've come to Duluth to ruin the airport as he's like pulling it apart and taking everything out and unpacking it. And he goes, they're cookies. And I go, yep, that's what I kept telling Could've you. Could have told you that. I was telling you that all along. He didn't, oh he didn't trust gosh. me. Oh, my gosh. So then he was like, he tried to leave it. And he was just like, all right, here you go. And I go, he's like, what do no, I do no, with no. this? <laughs> I was like, you unzipped it. I feel like this is on your end to put it back together. And to his credit, he was like, okay, packed it all back, <laughs> zipped it back up. Awesome. That is awesome. According to the internet, people wrap their luggage in plastic because they believe that it prevents or discourages tampering with your bag. Mm. So, so it's like a lock. It's like a lock. So it would, it would, you have to spoil the wrap to open it and pilfer it. So if you were working at the I airport see. or something and you were going to rummage through it and steal something, you wouldn't. This would somehow ah, prevent that. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But. <clears throat> But TSA doesn't just cut into it because you're well, not allowed like to a do thief. that. If, if you saw, your if they coworker, needed to open it, yeah, they, yeah, they just would do whatever they want. But right. I think this is just to prevent people from just kind of casually Looting, doing yeah. it. I just thought of a fun thing you can do when the next time you go through security, if you opt for or they make you do the pat down, you know that really in, invasive pat down. I'm when they're done with it, when yeah. they're done, just turn around and go, "Okay, my turn." <laughs> <laughs> See what they do. They like that. They like jokes. Yeah, they're, they're all up for that. Really yeah, well. they, they need the, the the lightness in their day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should do iTunes comment of the week. This is the last Alf, oh, no. Alf rendition of iTunes. Don't mess up. And at, before you read it, can I ask, um, because this might have been pre-show before the mic check, you said the register you were going to speak at wouldn't really go up. And then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I never really heard you dip down or go way too high up. But like, mm-hmm. how do you admonish Sam? Or is there like a pitch you get to that we wouldn't uh... know? Probably not. I don't yell. Or is it, it all, sound it's all right inflection? It's all t- tone. Yeah, it's he just leaves it up to me. <laughs> yeah, so I, Jenna does enough. enough is for the there both of us. like an excited, like a sports thing, or is there? Yeah, I really we just close the deal. Good, I yell. I use like, yeah, that, that was a great touchdown, and then like gentle clapping. <laughs> yeah, that was a great. Yeah, <laughs> lol. You, you see heck of a run. something oh, yes. valuable oh, like rolling out into the street, or uh, like you know your stroller, and they're like ah, like is there? Anything yeah, like I mean, that? I can yell, but it's, okay. it doesn't sound different. It sounds awkward. <laughs> Someday, I'm going to find someone who smears my lipstick, doesn't make my mascara run. Oh my you gosh. know who you are. <laughs> lolly, mama, lolly. There you go. There's another register. <laughs> Just when he speaks Spanish, he goes into like very unusual <laughs> registers. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Allison is truly my best friend by ISC41. I have been listening to ARI YNBF for over three years now. I was first introduced to Allison when she appeared on Shane Dawson's podcast and have never looked back. Allison is truly amazing, is a truly amazing interviewer who is always able to keep the conversations between her and her guests interesting on the Monday shows. Plus, she is funny, intelligent, and her insecurities, despite what the haters say, are a part of her that make her seem like a real human being. However, the Thursday show is where this podcast truly shines. Daniel's sarcastic comments and asides are absolutely hilarious and make him my favorite member. Seriously, 
Why was he so afraid to be on the podcast sooner? He is a natural. Jenna and Al are also F-King hilarious. <laughs> and I will miss them terribly when they leave the show. I wish them the best of luck. Jeff is the unsung hero of the show. Sure, everyone appreciates his flawless drop abilities, but his commentary, stories, and dry sense of humor make him a golden member of the podcast. I am starting college in the fall and am moving away from my hometown and friends for the first time. I am a little nervous, to say the least, but I will be comforted by the fact that some of my friends from ARI YMBF will get to come with me. Seriously, though, I consider all of you my friends. Sometimes it's just easier to say, I have a friend who dreams exclusively about lobsters, than try to explain the podcast. Anyway, love the show and can't wait to see what is in the future, because so far, the podcast has only ever gotten better. Thank you so much for that super nice comment. Uh, if you guys would like to leave us a nice comment, iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. It's also where you go to subscribe uh, and leave us a comment and maybe we'll read it on the show. But also, I know you're thinking... What a narcissistic, self-congratulatory, tone-deaf segment this is. <laughs> oh. But look how segment. look. But look, I'm not afraid to poke fun at myself. Now we also sometimes read a negative one, except I'm very torn because I don't want to give attention to those people. But they're amusing. Okay, smart, fun, and funny. <laughs> Unsubscribed again <laughs> by Fenton Fasur. You'll be back, Fenton. <laughs> For the second time, I've unsubscribed. Too much reliance on the scatological. They should change the name to Allison Rosen and her friends talk about poops and farts. Oh, that's a good title. It's like listening to a drummer that uses one drum and one stick. It's exactly like that. Feels like Allison is still getting a feel for her own show. It's like the drummer from Def Leppard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> January 2016 update. I had given up on this podcast, then heard Allison was no longer associated with her employer. Allison seems to have found her voice. I only have one gripe about this podcast. So much discussion of fecal matter and farts. <laughs> there is so much that is good with Allison and the group. But this, but is the toilet topic leaning on a crutch? I wish whoever edited the program would cut all that out. Looking at you, Jeff. Actually, what? Jeff and Jeff enhances <laughs> yeah. some what? of the poop yeah, and fart talk. That's my favorite part. Me too. <laughs> One man's bug is another man's feature. <laughs> what I are mean, the chances that Fenton doesn't hear that? I'd say zero. I thought we he had Fenton back. Twice, I, I thought we got him back. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, yeah. and then he or she. Back. And then he or she but, um, from all of us here to you. Fart chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. we have so many of those. I know. Crap chat. <laughs> Boo chat. <laughs> Shit chat. <laughs> Barf chat. I spent a good five minutes this morning looking, trying to find a gif of a gorilla throwing his poop. <laughs> no joke. And. Yeah, I know. I, I, I found a bunch, but not the right one. Not the right because I seen one that was so perfect, and I couldn't find it. And like, it's hard to know how to search for yeah. gifts, you know. And so, yeah. I never ever I've never ever sent a gif actually and in what? fact I keep thinking maybe I should one of these days I it's didn't the even best. realize they're all there on Twitter there's like a little thing where yeah, you on the Twitter app it yeah. makes it a lot easier gifs are magical uh, yeah I, they say so much that I can't you know I know mm -hmm. but so how do you find the one you're looking for you just have to 
uh, use search terms. Yeah, and, just and then you just see. copy it and paste it. So what did you search? Gorilla flings poo? Uh, yeah, I, I searched throwing poop, throw poop, throw <laughs> shit, throwing shit, tossing shit, you know, all of it. <laughs> Crap chat! <laughs> so, good times. The, the one that I wanted, the gorilla, because the, jo- the joke was going to be... Uh, you know, Trump's new press secretary seems controversial. Mm-hmm. And then it was just a gorilla shitting in his hand and then throwing it at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Does it hit the lens? Goes right out. No, it. It, it but it comes towards it was it was perfect. The other ones, you know, the problem with gorilla throwing in their poop gifts, I mean uh-huh. get yeah, into this. Please the, tell the me. Problem the problem with this yeah. genre of gif mm-hmm. is that often it's just you know, you can't stage it. So you so the people who are videoing they're just grabbing a moment, and yeah. so it's not usually the right angle. It's not framed up, you know. It's not. It's not lit, you know. Well, it's not exactly, I feel so like it's that, getting that right thing where it's throwing it at you. There's there's one golden gif out. They there. haven't done that in any of the Planet of the Ape movies. They haven't like oh figured God. that out. Right. Right. The War of the Planet of the Apes movie that's coming out. I'm not, spoiler alert: the final battle. They all just throw their. <laughs> They all just throw their shit. <laughs> See, before they're just like loading up on food. <laughs> like, we gotta really charge up, guys. No. <laughs> yeah. I break like- into a seafood restaurant and steal a bunch of castor oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like the river otters would be able to do that. They would do exactly what you want for your gift. They would do it. Yeah, it seems like it. If you needed them to, there'd yeah. be some hesitation. You'd probably have to barter with them a little bit. Because they're finicky. Finicky and classy. <laughs> but they're, they're addicted to our attention. Yeah. So, yeah, they'd do know. it for that. But it would it would take some finessing. Right. They'd debase themselves mm-hmm. if it pleased you. Yeah. You guys. Your dog is your family. I'm talking about WAG. You've heard me talk about WAG before, perhaps. WAG is like Uber, but for dog walking, it's awesome. Let's say you need to walk last minute. Open up the WAG app. Select a walk. Uh, they pair you with a walker. You can do it super last minute, or you can schedule it weekly. You can basically any sort of scheduling that you want, half hour, hour, et cetera. At the, at the end of the walk, you get a little report card, which says if your dog did his or her business, how that means poop or pee oh not like negotiate a deal (laughs) (laughs) but it could mean that (laughs) signed a couple contracts made a deposit right those holes being dug that's over with (laughs) yeah (laughs) they won't be bothering you anymore uh how 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 much distance the walk covered a cute little picture uh it's great the report card's like one of my favorite features but there's so many awesome features also you can uh you get texts like alerting you to all the different like your dog's been picked up, your dog's been dropped off. You can watch where your dog goes, like GPS. It's fantastic. Uh, so yeah, it's uh it great. is really yes, but reassuring is what I was oh. going to say. I mean it's it's great. I feel like I made the point that it's great, but it's reassuring. For someone like me who's just very Uptight. very thank you so much for all your help. Yes. Uptight about uh, about who takes <laughs> I'm tired about who takes care of my dog Yes Wag is perfect for someone like me And also perfect For people who are less uptight too It's pretty awesome um, And so when I use Wag I've done it when I'm recording a podcast So I'm home uh, However it's also great for let's say You're going to be 
at work all day. You don't have a chance to get home to your dog. You can leave explicit directions for how the dog walker gets into your home, or you can get a free WAG lockbox, which a lot of people make use of. Um, it's really great. So WAG is really a must-have app for every dog owner. You can get your first WAG walk free by texting ROSEN, R-O-S-E-N, to 25324. So again, that's text ROSEN, R-O-S-E-N, to 25324, and WAG will send you a link to download the app and get your first dog walk absolutely free. ROSEN, R-O-S-E-N, to 25324. Okay. It occurs to me, perhaps I didn't need to spell out my last name. Like Allison, spell out because there's different ways you could spell it, but right. Rosen's pretty straightforward. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Right. Yeah. Let's hear uh, another little message. Bye, Jenna. Bye, Al. Oh, I'll miss you guys a lot. You truly were the best friends I've ever had. <laughs> Even though we only hung out the six or seven times I did the podcast, but those were very special times. That was Jordan Morris. Oh, mm. hi, Jordan. Thank you. He was here. He was the guest when I, like, the first time I was on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. I being like, I'm way out of my league here. No. He was talking so fast, and I was like, I, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he, I feel like he's done it more than six or seven times. I think he has. Yeah. He probably has. So, uh, we have a present for you. What? And oh. I'm going to get it, and then uh, I'm going to find my phone, and then video it also. Okay. Oh, That's what goodness. I'm going to do. Oh, fun. All this is going to happen. So I have, there's there's a big gift that Jen is holding. It's wrapped in Christmas wrapping paper because that's all we have. It's darling. Okay. I will open it. Who who wrapped this? It's wrapped so nicely. That would be Daniel because he's really good at wrapping. I'm okay at wrapping. I do it so terribly that Jenna makes makes herself rewrap it when I do it. This is. Oh, are you ready for this? That is awesome. <laughs> this is so awesome. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> that is really, really cool. You guys, thank you. It is so. I love it. <laughs> so, our listener, Jay Inslee, uh, made a. a well, he does like fun so little good. different show promo graphic y things where he does fun stuff with Photoshop and us. And so, he did The Breakfast Club. Uh, with our faces in there. And uh, there you go. I absolutely Aww. love it. Thank you. They all sent a card, too. Are you this guy, Alex? Yeah. I'm, I get to be the Emilio Estevez. <laughs> I know. I feel honored. This is so great. This is really sweet. Thank you. And you guys. Really sweet notes. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Don't Aww. forget about us in Georgia. I know. We could never. When you're living your new Atlanta I can't wait life. to hang this in our new house. <laughs> Seriously. I it's know, I perfect. a little bit like giving someone a gigantic framed thing is pushy, but then I'm like, but you guys have so much wall space. <laughs> no, it's a real problem. No, I, I'm Jenna's excited. Jenna's going to have like a sweet office. I know, it's this is legit. going in my this office. Yeah. I, perfect. I, I have to confess, this is really tripping me out because Anthony, I'm the Anthony Michael Hall character in this. <laughs> and when Which I was... Which I love. <laughs> when I was a youngster in high school... That's who everybody thought I looked like, and I kept getting like, and so it's like, I am Anthony Michael. <laughs> I know, I noticed that when I first saw it. Oh. It's come full circle. Oh my god! Never get away from it. <laughs> yes. And also, it's weird that you're not from the Niagara Falls region, are you? No. Why? Wouldn't that be great? Because that's where his fake girlfriend that he'd had intercourse with. Oh, oh right. 
That would be fantastic. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so weird that I was the Molly Ringwald and Jenna was the Ally Sheedy character because I feel like people would think it'd be the opposite. But then I saw. But on I've Twitter, seen you put lipstick on, so we all know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then uh, on Twitter, people were asking Jay Inslee about it, and he said that it just had to do with the photos that he had available and like oh, which ones sure. worked in the head. Sure, right. there you go. We could all yeah. be any one of those people. But Allison is the one that does dandruff art. <laughs> <laughs> For the record. Okay. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank this you so much. Awesome. Too nice. You guys. You are I'm going to spend a lot of time reading this card later. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. While I weep watching whatever other <laughs> sappy shows on TV <laughs> at two in the morning tonight. So uh, I think we should do Just Mirror Everyone. We also have another message, but I want to say to you, uh, you guys, hey, I'm on Patreon. I know it seemed like I was about to say like some... some yeah sweet sentimental jenna and al things it's like i'm saving that up i'm saving it for next week just kidding <laughs> i do have stuff to say um you guys i'm on patreon uh patreon.com slash allison rosen is where you go for that let's say you need more you just need more from the show well patreon is here to uh to satisfy that urge there's bonus episodes there's like a whole extra thursday show that we did as an episode um jeff's been on bonus episodes al's been on bonus episodes jenna's been on bonus episodes in fact jenna and i just are you getting sad don't get sad i'm fine don't worry about it (laughs) i didn't i mean you can if you want sure sure i just wanted like when are we doing it have you taken many drugs in your life (laughs) never ever because you would be great at it you're pregnant. You're dealing with this emotional thing of moving and really keeping it together. Great. Thank you. Yeah. You feel like she could maintain on drugs well. Yeah, I think so. I think you're having to deal with like all those chemical reactions constantly and be like, it's okay. Things are all right. And I think <laughs> That's my specialty with my, whenever I'm super hormonal, I go like, I'm super hormonal right now. I can beat this. Yeah. You'd be fantastic. So maybe I it. would be great. Yeah. You know? I'm very impressed. You'd be good at drugs. <laughs> That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Because if you were just a blubbering mess right now, I don't think anyone would be like, well, this is really unacceptable. Right. <laughs> like, right. Uh, I'm like, I'm a little bit like Daniel and I like to reserve it. Like, uh, you know, yeah. kind of like try, I try really hard to like just tuck it back. But, you know? then, but then once it's triggered, you can't control it at all and you're a blubbering mess. Are you an ugly crier? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's a beautiful crier. I, you know what? I am the most beautiful when I'm crying. <laughs> his, his eyes really glisten. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never cry. I've seen you cry. Well, you... I, yeah, I cried when Oliver died. I yeah. Guess, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, just, <laughs> no, but I've Christ. seen you cry plenty of other times, I think. Daniel's but aggressively like, doing the kill sign. <laughs> Seriously, Allison? <laughs> anyway, I just recorded a bonus episode. Cried of- when the Eagles lost. <laughs> right, Al? Fucking yeah. Super Bowls and stuff. Uh. <laughs> just recorded another Patreon bonus episode with Jenna, and that's like, in case of emergency, break glass, that kind of thing. So I'm like, I know people are going to need their Jenna fix. It was a good one. It was really good. Yeah, it was fun. It was one of those where we started recording and then I kind of forgot we were recording. And actually, thinking back on it, I was like, it was probably pretty long, too, because we can really talk forever. We really can. It's a little crazy. Not anymore, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We'll never talk again. (laughs) 
I'm going to so, start sending Allison gifts every day. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. If you find that perfect gorilla. I will. Fling it I have, with I have figured out how to make gifts. That was a I figured it out, too. You've got a green yes. screen space, a very giving gorilla. <laughs> that takes direction well. Yeah. <laughs> a big plate of plexiglass to guard myself. Wait, how do you make... By the way, there, for the one person or two who are listening who are like, what are gifts? Are they saying gift? What are they saying? Explain what a gif is. Maybe a gif is an knows, animated... But- some assholes pronounce it jiff jiff yeah, yeah. So, get know, out of here come on you get out of even here even if you're correct you've been outnumbered at this point Thank just let you. it happen gif um it's just an animated picture you know it's uh, it's basically like re- select like frames of a video yeah. but it yeah. loops so but how it do you make them in photoshop you can make them in photoshop you can yeah. go to, that's to giphy.com mm. yeah you can make them. a bunch of different sites now where you just upload your thing and then they turn yeah. it into a gif i took a uh, an image that uh this artist, uh, Josh Holtzclaw, that has worked with us on some stuff, did, and I animated it so that, um, and I'll send it to folks on Twitter every now and then. It says, eat, it's like a sign, like an old 50s sign, like a restaurant sign. It says, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> with, it's, and so, and it blinks like it goes off and on. Mm-hmm. So that was my first gift that I made. Nice. Well, the first year I did PodFest, my guests were Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Actually, that episode is available. Uh, that's a bonus episode you can purchase on iTunes. And I forget if I put it on Gumroad or not. But anyway, um, and at one point, Doug started making out with the poster that was behind us. And I had video of it. And I was trying to make a GIF of that. Oh. But I didn't know how. If you well, still if you have, have a video, you can do it. All right. Yeah. Maybe I will one of these you. days. We want that to get out there. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. You know what? I'm sorry. Jeff, can we re-record this entire show? <laughs> I'm very <laughs> off my game. I remember what it was. It was that my poster fell down in the middle of the show. So Doug got up and put it back up and like... You know, it's so take, good that you clarified that because back, someone out there was going to say that is not what happened. He, you know, he put it back up, and <laughs> then, I can't believe her anymore. Then he started making out with it. So I was trying to get the poster falling down, him putting it back up on the wall, and then making out with it in a gift. Because I was, as I was saying it, I was thinking him making out with it—that's not a good gift just by itself. But that was just one part of it. Should I stop talking? Okay, <laughs> let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Actually, sorry. Let's hear, uh, we have one more message. Let's hear the, the, the message. Jenna Kim Jones and Al <gasps> Kim Jones. John Henson, I just wanted to wish you the best of luck with your move to Atlanta and your new baby. You have so much to be excited about. I hope Al gets his anger management problem under control. His frequent emotional outbursts are distressing. But when you get to Atlanta and people ask you what Hollywood was like, remember what Confucius said. Nobody cares. Wait, maybe that was Jenna's mother. Oh, that nice. is awesome. Cool. Thank you, guys. Cool. Of course. Wow. <sighs> okay. Paul, I have, can yes, I just say yes, one please. thing really quick? We never made a big deal about it, but like we were both big John Henson fans before we met him on this podcast. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. And when he came on the show for the first time, 
Al and I spent the whole drive home being like, didn't we act so cool and when we didn't <laughs> freak out? That on. Whatever, when when we didn't freak out about John Henson being on the show. I didn't even ask about Wipeout like, at all. <laughs> all I was thinking was like, what was that like, man? Tell me what I, well, All I was thinking of was Talk Soup because I grew up yeah. watching that. That was like my first introduction to like, I love comedy. Like, you know, besides like the, like David Letterman and those guys. Right. It was like snarky and different and I remember being like, whoa, this is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And so when he first came in and we've never told you guys that but it was like, so now I, we have a message from from oh, him no. now, babe. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And was it just a surprise? Like I hadn't. Yeah, told you didn't you guys tell us. Tell yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a couple of pros <sighs> because you did we not were get like, rattled at we all. We did not freak out. We were so back. cool. <laughs> <laughs> he totally thought you hated him, which was awesome. That was what we were. Did trying he really? To. No. no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Paul says, anytime I see someone using a phone with a cracked screen, I prejudge them as being irresponsible. Not irresponsible, but I, I think this is a person that is kind of lazy. Like they don't want to go get their screen. They <laughs> but don't want to get their screen fixed. Well, something equally bad. I don't think it's a sign of irresponsibility that your screen is broken. I think it's a sign of you're not taking care of something. <laughs> like I know a person who has had a broken iPhone screen for a year, and it's like you can barely read what's in. And why are you living like this? Well, you just you know? go like. This is something you use all the time, and you can't spring for sixty dollars. Like, yeah, just take it like, to the place; they can yeah. fix it. Skip a night out and fix your phone. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I always think I just picture them dropping it on the sidewalk as they're pulling it out of their pocket and being like, "Yeah," because that's what I think everyone does when they drop their phone. <laughs> that was a different register. Yeah. Oh, for yeah, your yeah, voice. yeah, I did that for you. I just wanted to that throw was because Al saw me do it. <laughs> I came home. Oh yeah. Uh, one day and I was holding my phone and we have a sliding glass door that um, is just right attached to our living room. So when you're walking in from the garage, you can actually see whoever is in the living room through the glass door. And I was walking in and Al's in the living room and he like waves to me and I'm like, oh, hey. And as I said, oh, hey, I flipped my phone out and it was like <laughs> oh, no. slow motion. We both watched it fall and then shattered. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah it was really sad. So. I used to sort of have this air of like, oh, you dropped your, you're one of the Pocatello people. Like you shouldn't be trusted with this. <laughs> this is just a bit. Of, and then I not only dropped my phone, I dropped it into a toilet as I was mid urination. Oh yeah. So I had to be like, yep, just a minute. Yep, I'll be done with it. Ah. And it was. Did I, you put it in rice or whatever you're supposed to do? Yeah, yeah, I fixed it. Like it's oh. pretty easy. You take the I like that was a BlackBerry phone that I could take the battery out of, put it in oh, rice, yeah. you know, clean it with alcohol. So I fixed it, but um, I still now when I see people with cracked screens, I'm like, we're all human. We're yeah. all just doing oh, our best. I've how, done, yeah. Well, how did you get it out of the toilet? I oh, did honey. not flush. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, because I would have gone like Ziploc bag. On well, my hand, I'm not afraid of urine. If anything, like uh, you, you, you seek it very out. little. <laughs> I <laughs> guys bring it, <laughs> bring any urine you have. Well, my own urine, and I, I feel like just the toilet in itself and its natural is scarier than my perfect urine. <laughs> you can drink your own urine, right. you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's I, what I'm um, saying. Yeah. It was such a quick dart in. It was like blood sport when he's blindfolded and catching the goldfish. Yeah, so I just had it, and then it was <laughs> just immediately sport. like. Uh. Somewhere, I think I just set it on the floor, then washed my hands, and then set about fixing it. You had to get distilled water, like really. Um, that's what you do first. It's like, Wait, did you already know the process? No. Oh, so I was like, <laughs> I took the battery out, 
Uh, so wait, what did I do? I know the washing of the hands was definitely first. Yeah. And then it was probably grabbing it with like a rag or something, Googling how to do stuff, the distilled water, the alcohol, the rice, and then booting it back up. And it worked. Yeah. Wow. That was a regular occurrence when I worked at the cell phone store. I used to work for a corporate Verizon wireless store, and they'd always come in and hand you the hand you the other phone, and it's broken. What's wrong? It don't work. And you go, okay, but mm-hmm. what's really like what happened? Oh, I dropped it in the toilet. <laughs> and you're like, I've been handling this thing, <laughs> trying to turn it on. The gal at work who is in charge of giving out the company phones is like it's, it happens all the time with yes. dropping them in the toilet. I did mm. in the dumbest. I mean, there's no smart way to do it, but I did it in a way where I was like taking it out, like let's make sure you get safely in the pocket. And it just went half pocket, half out, and just just when it fumbled a little bit, I went and sort of batted it in. <laughs> like, what was that? What was that? You did an own goal. <laughs> you like alley ooped it into the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it sort of swirled around. So then there was always a part of me like, if I were quicker, I could have caught it before it hit the water. Yeah. But again, I was urinating. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been worse. Yeah, yeah, it could have been a lot poop. worse. It could. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it could. I used to work with a lady who was, so we would travel all the time. And she had a rental car, and she went to the bathroom as because you always fill up the rental car on the way to the airport. So she goes to the bathroom, and as she's pulling her pants up, the keys fall into the toilet, and they flush down. No. Oh no! And you're just there, and you're like, you you missed your flight. You got to explain to the rental car place where their oh keys my went. God. They got to come pick you up. I mean, it was like, oh my it was god, like what a nightmare! So bad. And I just remember being like, this is the worst. What do you do? That's yeah. one of those moments where you're like, oh, if I could just time travel five seconds, I just need a little bit of time. Time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh, it was terrible. I laughed so hard, and then it was like, "I'll just take a taxi to the airport." Best of luck to you. Alice Caldwell says, "Feel indignant and judged when told my password is too weak when creating accounts online." I, I get that. Judged. I just think like, how complicated are most people making their passwords? When I do one that's considered strong, I go. Ugh. Yeah. Like I want to skate by. I like when this you're, you're just too like, good a job. Yeah, it goes like from weak to fair. I'm like, that's passing. You got yeah. it. And then like, <laughs> come and get me, cyber hacks. Come on and try. I, know. I just go. Who's trying to steal my info to go pay my gas bill? Yeah. I'm not going to worry about this account. Yep. Y- you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, there are certain accounts where it's just a simple password. Just because who cares? Like, mm-hmm. okay, go ahead and hack my, yeah, you know, whatever subscription. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, your Hulu account. Yeah, mm-hmm. like oh, come and get me, Russian hacker. Right, you're yeah. change my Netflix queue. Yeah, watch, <laughs> right, you're gonna watch Bob's Burgers. Have fun. I mean, like it's... one of the hacks though a year or two ago was that they found people's passwords and then they just it could proliferate through all of your different accounts to try that one password yes. and everything. So yeah, like if you're using the same one all the time, that can be a little risky. So I do feel that way. Like this is my go-to. I'll always remember this one. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many times I've thought that. And then it's like, oh, this is the time that I'm not remembering that one. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, there's my one that I always remember. But then it's like there's so many times that I can't remember it. And then I just change it and I don't write it down. And so. I definitely yeah. don't need the validation f- from like a Netflix or something like very strong. Thank you, Netflix. <laughs> it just feels <laughs> yeah. so odd. The thing that makes me totally bananas is when, you f- when you're filling out a I form don't of like cre- bananas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. I won't even have my banana split. <laughs> All right, I'll make it something that can't be su- can't be a callback. The thing that makes me ape shit. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
And what? apes like bananas. Oh, and their bananas turn into ape shit. <gasps> oh. We're, we're through the looking glass. It's like people. we wrote this in advance. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to fill out an account and fill in the password, and they don't tell you ahead of time what their requirements are, yeah. so you need the blah, blah, blah. So you fill out the whole form and then hit send, and then a thing gets kicked back to you and says, this password doesn't include an uppercase and a lowercase and two numbers. That drives me crazy for yeah, some reason. Not me. Or, I love that. Or the, the <laughs> or if they have some special rule that no one else has, and so you have yeah, to have. Yeah. But so the, so you'll have to change your normal like high security password for them. So it's the only one that uses that. But then when you go back to log in later. Nowhere does it to remind you, hey, we're the assholes that made you put the thing. <laughs> so you're sitting there putting your normal password in there and it's not working. And you're like, oh, right. Later. Yeah. This has been password talk. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to think of this lady. I was just like, wait till they get a load of Z underscore dollar sign. Da, 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 da. Week. Week. No! <laughs> it's week AF. <laughs> uh, Nora Nagel says... Daniel Quant just caught myself singing Chunky Chicken Vegetable at work <laughs> under my breath. Chunky Chicken Vegetable, Chunky Chicken Vegetable, Chunky Chicken Vegetable, Chunky Chicken Vegetable. Eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a bag of dicks. That one gets stuck in my head, Chunky Chicken Vegetable. What is that, a vocal exercise? Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. Chunky Chicken Vegetable, Chunky Chicken Vegetable, Chunky Chicken Vegetable, soup, soup. That's how it ends. <laughs> what does it do? Loosen up your well, mouth? Well, you, you'll do octaves. So you'll oh. go chunky chicken, and then you go chunky chicken vegetable, then you go chunky chicken vegetable. Wait, is it the same up. as rubber baby buggy bumper? It's close, right? Well, there's a whole bunch, a bunch of them. Of them. It's, it's them. the only one I can really remember. But we, we did so many, yeah. yeah. And it was just a way you're just running the octaves. Oh, so okay. you're just getting your... Do you want to try to harmonize with yourself? <laughs> no. Chunky chicken vegetable, 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 chunky chicken vegetable. That was beautiful. Almost as good as when you and I tried to sing Ragtime Cowboy to Elliot and it made him cry more. Well, he was crying and so we started to sing and he started to cry more and then we stopped and he stopped. Who's training who? <laughs> Leela Rolling Stone says Seems like every guy I meet Turns out to be a big pile of rotten mashed potatoes Disguised as a normal human being What are your I hobbies, Lee? Yeah, where where do you live? Yeah, what kind of tender profile do you have? <laughs> Who is this? Leela Rolling Stone uh, yeah. um, Does yeah. that change your advice? What's your well, no, 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 I just <laughs> Wait, can you read it to me one more time? Seems like every guy I meet turns out to be a big pile of rotten mashed potatoes <laughs> uh-huh. disguised as a normal human being. That's I didn't hear the rotten the first time. Uh, I was I, like, mm, mashed like, potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I know that. I remember that feeling. I remember that feeling. Sure. I think there's just a lot of. Mm, it's just hard. Lousy people out there. Yeah. Yeah. But Isn't that what the entire dating scene is? Like, no yeah. one's really rifling through good, 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 very good. <laughs> Better, oh, best, yeah. <laughs> very good. Yeah, I guess it also depends on where you live. Uh, but, you know, I, got, I, I don't know what it's like to be uh, dating guys. So I just imagine they suck. <laughs> Thank you for the helpful feedback. If he was a liquid, I'd drink him in quartz. I would oh just say, like, if you're finding, if you're, if you're like on dating sites or whatever, and you're finding uh, lousy dudes, figure out what a good dude would be doing, and then go do that. Right. Right. So, like, 
get some sort of interest, like go to an art class or go to a, I don't know, like whatever you think, an in, in activity. Mm-hmm. Totally. Right? I only found my way into weird places like that through stand-up, but I sometimes would be in the basement of a weird bookstore that was after hours, a comedy show that would have whatever mixed in with a burlesque or something crazy. And I'd be like, this is kind of a scene. Right. And then I'd look at the people that were there. I'm like, how did you get here? You're so much more interesting than everyone else. What did you do to get here? Yeah. And so I don't know how to push that forward to other people, but like you're just hanging out somewhere um, where these jerks are. Right. I think that's a good. Right. Yeah. Don't frequent rotten mashed potato buffet meetups. Yeah. <laughs> How did you meet your girlfriend, David? She worked at the hotel that I was staying at when I was doing the comedy club in Minneapolis, and I had never been someone to approach people of that, you know, in that way before. Is that of that economic class? <laughs> just, just anyone that it felt like it just seems yeah. like such a sh- uh, slick. Yeah. Move, okay, what are you, you know? doing tonight? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I'm in yeah. town. Show. Yeah, yeah. I never did mm-hmm. that. But she was. My friend of mine, we were going to hang out and he wanted me to get a parking pass for his car. And just in the way she was filling it out, she was doing one of my favorite things, which is being like really funny without caring at all if I caught it. But I was like, I think that was really funny, but she didn't seem to show any. (laughs) So I was like, I think this person's really funny. And then that's how it built. Like I went out to my friend's car afterwards, like, I want to be friends with her. She's really funny. And then we became best of friends <laughs> did she move out here at some point what yeah happened? yeah we started dating well it, so so yeah how did you go <clears> from <throat> i like that parking pass girl to actually <laughs> to living here in la yeah. Yeah. yeah so i started finding excuses during my because that was like early in my stay you know the comedy club i was there for like a, five days and so i would go down and get water or i'd like, come down <laughs> and ask like some and, reason to be like how do i get over to fifth street or you whatever just have tells extra tells right <laughs> have those here. cool okay great <laughs> i don't need any i don't need any i'm just Didn't curious if you have extras <laughs> you have 20 parking passes a day She's like, how many cars do you have i walk down to place a room service order <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of stuff like that and then yeah, and then I invited her to a show, which I had again had never done. And then she came and was real like mellow yellow about it, like just very cool. And uh and then I, I think I was doing a college gig and it's I think at maybe at the show she had given me her number, but mm. it was like no real idea to keep in touch. But then I called her Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing the college gig and I said, uh, I'm coming back through town. Do you want to have lunch? We had lunch. And then I thought it was really charming that she had a job interview to go to and she just ducked into like the bathroom of the place we had lunch and changed shirts and headed off. And I was like, she does not very high maintenance. It's like pretty mellow. And then uh, and then we just we didn't really stay in great touch after that. Just a text here and there. And then I got invited back to that club's like 20 year anniversary randomly just was, was like a few months later. And so I invited her as my date. And then we really hit it off and had a great time there. And then still we're like, well, let's just keep in touch, see what happens. And then within like six months, she moved out. We've been together ever since. Did she move out here for you? Well, she was like, she at some point in their conversation, she had said she wanted to move to California. So I arranged this whole tour of California and drove her up to like the Bay Area. And my mom lived near Sacramento at the time. We went down to San Diego and just saw like road trips all of California and then, like the day it started, she was like, "I think I'm just going to live in L.A." And I was like, well, this, <laughs> "Yes." Here comes several thousand or a hundred miles of unnecessary driving. <laughs> <laughs> Does she like it out here? Yeah. And then, uh, so she moved and got her own place, and then I had a place, and then 
uh, after about a year or two of that, then we got a place together. She yeah. sounds super chill. She's real mellow, yeah. yeah. Mellow She's, yellow, apparently. Nice. <laughs> What's that like being with someone that's like <laughs> super chill? <laughs> must nice. We must get it's, old, right? <laughs> I bet it's well, great. I was never like a... Never really had, you know. I wasn't someone that I constantly had a girlfriend, you know. And, was, yeah. and so I, I'm, I think I'm very particular. I think I'm difficult to be around, and I also uh, with other people, I'm like this energy is too much for me. Yeah. So like our our energies sync up pretty well. Nice. Wait, in what way are you difficult? I don't know. I'm probably kind of. I don't know. I'm just like as a comedian. I think I got. I got a lot of thoughts. I got to think, like talk through a lot of time. <laughs> people are like, all right, got it. Got it. I'm like, no, but wait, well, what about... I think that can be a little much. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> I just think it can be. <laughs> I try not to have any thoughts anymore, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay. B. Slammon says, some days when I forget I'm wearing makeup and my face needs a good rub, I'll just rub my eyes and face and then realize, whoops, yes, a thousand percent. I frequently... Because I don't Everyone wear makeup. looked at me after this. Well, because you're the only, probably the only other one yeah, at the table to, besides to me. Probably. To walk you through probably, right probably, you're probably the only one. <laughs> I well, heard. we don't know. Uh, wait, when you're tired, guys, I'm like, I'm going through some stuff. This is like the sure. end. I'm like, this podcast is ending and I'm like, what's happening? I know. And it's hard for me to focus right now. So we need to stop JMO and just ta- talk about no, it? No, no, no. Let's not talk about it. It'll be fine. But let's. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's reread the tweet. Let's reread the tweet. Back in the game here. Some days when I forget I'm wearing makeup and yes. my face needs a good rub. Oh yeah, I'll just rub my eyes and face and then realize, whoops, that's what I do. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. or I try this like really delicate because it's usually my eyes that I want to scratch or rub, and then I try this like really delicate move that ends up smearing everything yeah. anyway. But I feel like I'm getting away with it. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I don't wear makeup that much anymore, so I can just rub my eyes willy nilly, and then some days I'll do it, and I'll be like, "What? Oh shit!" Yeah. Makeup's got to be on the way out, right? I don't think so. No, it's so silly. It's the weirdest mm. thing that half of the sexes, or I guess either it side is, is. I mean, I get what you're saying. Their face, it's so weird. But uh, now, it's not yes. going anywhere. <laughs> their, their, markup, their profit margin is ridiculous. Yeah, everyone in college used to say that, and I had a friend who called it war paint. <laughs> However, do you actually are you one of those guys who truly prefers the look of a woman without makeup? And I mean, a hundred percent without makeup. I don't mean the natural look. Not not every girl, but like my girlfriend, absolutely. And I don't like like to go and like kiss her on the cheek, especially when it's got kind of a powder on it. Like, yeah, bah, to put makeup on, I think it's so weird. But she doesn't wear it all that frequently. But when she does, I'm I'm very noticeable. Like. I don't with her. I don't. It's other people you see are like eh, it's, you're, you're pretty good at putting on that makeup, and like, <laughs> yeah. you start to only know their face that way. And then seeing them without it, it can be a little right. whoa. Um, but yeah, I think typically I'm I prefer without, especially with her, one hundred percent. Well, that's good. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm just trying to imagine like going throughout my life without like a hundred percent makeup free, mm. and I very rarely. Yeah. I can't. It's hard. That would be hard. Tinted. I even wear tinted moisturizer when I don't have makeup on. What kind do you use? Oh, uh, this kind from Target. I'll let you know. It's like number seven, I think, is the I brand. Think I think I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. Because I remember saying, even in the hospital when you were having Samantha, you looked super good. And tinted, you said moisturizer. You had tinted moisturizer. Yeah. 
because I have a tinted sunscreen that I'll occasionally wear, and I'm like, oh, this actually gives good coverage, and my eyes sting, and I'm very uncomfortable. Oh. But it, it, got, it does give good coverage. But I feel, yeah, because it's like I don't. But my selfies will be great. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> uh, okay, Mark Nagel says Apple commercial. Can't tell if I like the song or just saw it so many times it's seeping into my brain. I don't know which one he means, but in general, I feel that way about a lot of songs. Like. <sighs> If you hear them oh, enough, you begin yeah. to like the them. The one with the cordless headphones is a while ago where the guy's a dancer. He's like very graceful. Isn't that all of them? <laughs> this one, he like dances up on the side of the building. Mm, you know I don't what I'm talking know. about? That song mm. was really cool. Are you that. down? Do, do, down, do, do, down, do, do, down, down. Oh, see, I feel like I like it even though I'm not sure I know it. Yeah, that's a pretty song. But huh. he like just kind of dances along. That can't be the one he's talking about because who wouldn't like that song? It's great. I feel that way about most of Lady Gaga's music. Like mm. the first time I hear it, I'm like, Ugh, what is happening to my ears? And then like second, third, fourth time, I'm like, I know every word to this song and it's my <laughs> new jam. It's interesting yeah. how that happens. It's very weird. Yeah. And finally... Leela Rolling Stone says, always forget about Patreon live stream, then randomly happen to go on Facebook just in time to say bye. Why don't, that's probably not everyone, it's probably a fair amount of people, but I love that you're a Patreon live stream subscriber. Yeah, we have fun. We did. We did one on Father's Day. Oh, no way. Mm -hmm. There was some Elliot action. There was all sorts of... We dish about... Jenna, we did. Know. We talked a bit about our, we talked a bit thoughts, about our true oh, thoughts awesome. about you guys leaving. Yeah, uh, and it's about all that time. Kind of stuff. Did it feel good to just finally just let to get it, it out? off my yeah. chest? <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, here's the part where we should probably talk about being sad. I I, I don't feel unsad. How are you doing? I am just. Uh, I'm. Um. This good. So that's pretty good. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. yeah. You know what it is? It's now, we've been talking about it for a number of shows, so it doesn't feel sudden. However, no. like it's, it's suddenly really here. happening. Yeah. yeah. It's suddenly here. And I'm suddenly like unable to, like words aren't coming, which is what that, that weird gesture with my hand was. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like ah, you guys, you know how much you mean to me. You've been such a huge part of the show and a huge part of my life and Daniel's lives and the listeners' lives. Um and it's just going to be so weird to not have you here because you really are like a big part of the fabric of our lives and this show and just to like to know that you're here every week and to not have to worry about it or think about it is just like they're just going to be here and um it's something that i really feel so lucky that you guys have been here for as many years as you have and jenna you were on the show in new york like you have such a you're so enmeshed in the history of the show um, that being said, I feel like because you were on the show in New York and then you were on the show in LA, it like, that makes me less sad, I think, because I feel like, oh, our bond transcends location. Totally. So I think part of the reason that I'm not a puddle of tears is because I'm like, this isn't truly goodbye. Mm-mm. And I don't know if that's just because I'm in denial or if it's because I feel like 
I know you guys and this is not going to be it. Somehow no. we'll, f- I mean, well, first of all, just in terms of like the actual, on the actual practical level, I would love if you guys would still let us know how you're doing and oh, send we messages will. and stuff. But a lot will. of people have been be like, what about Skype? Can we do uh, Skype? I like a clean break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Cut it off. Yeah. Why drag it out? Yeah. Right. <laughs> if I start watching Twin Peaks, can we keep talking? Fuck yeah. No, right. there you go. We'll he needs that. someone to talk about it with because uh, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> David, are you watching Twin Peaks? I haven't gotten into it yet, but I, I want to. It's not for everyone. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Allison. Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I watched the first one. Uh, I loved it. So I, I, I've, I like the David. Anyway, neither here nor there. But yeah, I will get into it. So. Yeah. Let me know when you do. Okay. Allison. Well, it's been an honor to be on the podcast. I am. I always wanted to be on it. Jenna would leave and go do this cool podcasting. I thought, oh, one of these days, maybe I could be like a guest, just for like one episode. And so I came on just thinking like, well, I'll just cover for somebody while you were kind of figuring out the next steps. And then I just got to stay, which was really cool. But, um, and I think this is, this is cute and very Al. Jenna let me know numerous times that you wanted me to... <laughs> Get rid of him any moment. <laughs> <laughs> that you wanted me to know that if there was ever someone else I wanted to have on, you would totally understand. Absolutely. <laughs> he I like always said like, that. Just yes. tell her that like, it doesn't have to be a thing. Just be like, Alan, you're out. Someone else is in. <laughs> and I'll be like, cool. No big deal. I'll watch. I, I do fine ne- at home. I'll but we never, because you were so good, we never wanted that. Uh, I was well, a natural right I from know. the start. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, and hey, I started with like eight Twitter followers. I feel like I really, you know, I really grew. You, you did, yeah. honey. So. You did great. Yeah. You went from Alan Moss to the hashtag, the hashtag Al on all just, platforms. I had to embrace it. So here I am. So anyway, I thank you and just the best of friends. I mean, Jeff, I don't think I would have ever met you. And it's just really, really awesome. And so I'm going to miss you guys like crazy. I know. Um, and I already picture you all coming out to Atlanta and staying at our house. So I listen, my Seriously. little brother is out there. So we've got a couple reasons to go. Come yes. hang out. You do a show in Atlanta? Yes. Sure. Yeah, we have Everybody come visit you. us. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say that I'm very grateful for you. And I'm very, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm very grateful for your friendship. And the last four years here in LA have been awesome. And sorry. It's okay. Finally. We almost made it. You were so close. I was so close. <laughs> but it's just, it's like been such a highlight of my life here in LA. And when I moved here, I felt very like, what am I doing here? Because I miss New York so much. And um, I feel like the show helped bring me out of that um out of that funk a little bit um and i just i love you guys i just love you and i love all the listeners and i just this has been a highlight of my life and getting to know allison way back when in like 2009 i think it was maybe uh has just i just didn't know where it would take me and i'm grateful so thanks it's been the best we love you guys yeah (laughs) we do yeah <laughs> and I really am so happy for for you guys. And also, I think I I'm just on, jealous of that house. I am. God. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was so I was actually going to say I am jealous, but not just the so. house, just the whole like the the adventure. As much as I said before, I'm not up for adventure, and I have a terrible attitude. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of just picking up and going somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's something very appealing. I about think that. about that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, <but we> think <laughs> <again>. <laughs> you could just pick up and go. 
go. Um, I, I just want to say, too, that you guys, you know, there was some turmoil in the show, a lot of, um, a few moments of great uncertainty that were scary. Yeah. And the fact that Allison could count on you and didn't even have to give it a second thought that she knew you'd be there. And then when she had to reinvent this show, I mean, she talks about it and talked about it, but I don't know that people realize how scary and uncertain that was. You know, we didn't know if this was going to work. And you guys just came in. Al, you sat down and it's like you'd been doing this your whole life. I mean, there was, it actually kind of pissed me off. (laughs) <laughs> because I was like, motherfucker, like you're making me look bad. But uh, but that was great, and then we all kind of developed this rapport, and it became this new, the, its own thing. And I don't know, I had a blast doing this every week. I always look forward to talking to you guys, and knew it would be a light moment in my week. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when things were hard and stressful. It's like, but on Monday or Tuesday night, I can sit down, we can have a light, fun conversation, mm-hmm. and just. Uh, it's just been great, and you guys are are every bit as wonderful off the air as you are on the air. They're, you're just the real deal. So, um, thank you. We're gonna miss you. And you've been super supportive through the all the IVF stuff and the pregnancy. And it's also crazy to this is more of like crazy for me to think about than for the well, no, the listeners were there for all this too. Like when we met, we were both single. Very, yeah, in New I York. was very single. Yeah, just living it up. That's not what the Chipotle guys thought. Well, that's true. <laughs> all those free burritos I got. Yeah. And then now here we are. We both have kids. Which it's is crazy. crazy. I know. And you have another one ha- coming. Oh my gosh. I know. It's so. crazy. It's crazy. We're all grown up. Yeah. I know. Well, um, as we go, speak for yourself. <laughs> Did you have something else to say, Daniel? No. I, oh, I was going to say, um, I'm a little. I'm also pissed off that Elliot isn't going to have Sam to boss him around. I know, right? Yeah, that is That's sad. why you guys really need to, the whole fam. Just come on down so that Sam and Elliot can just party, and this new one too. Because, see, Sam can boss Elliot around, but then Elliot can boss this one around. I think Elliot's going to probably be bossed around by her, too. <laughs> <laughs> he's a sweetie. He's a sweetie. What? He's not... I don't know. Sam's got some sass these days, so yeah. she's a boss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and Sam and Elliot finally they met. They have we met, you guys. This weekend. Yeah, we it did. Was super cute. A little photo <laughs> session. We do. I know. We yeah. need to post some yeah, of those. I need, we need to get you the photos from our phone. Yeah, you guys have better, I mean, ones, better ones than my phone. Yeah, there were some good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, were very cute. Sam was very like... Like, she was totally fine with me holding Elliot, mm-hmm. totally okay with that. But then when they did touch on the couch, she was like, what is happening? There's <laughs> another baby touching me. <laughs> it was super cute. I'm glad we were able to do that. Um, mm-hmm. You guys, I have a dog to tell you about. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside. You come inside. With poop on your butt. With poop on your butt. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. That's what you are. You guys, 
I've said you guys 4,000 times on this show. <laughs> I'm never going to say it again after this. Remember when I said I was going to take a video of Jenna opening the gift, Jenna now opening the gift? I took two pictures. One, <laughs> one when you first held it in your hands and then one at the end. <laughs> Daniel, can I you animate that into a gift? Please? <laughs> <laughs> a two-frame gift? Just loop it. I have been doing this non... I'm not... I'm not my mom. I'm not someone who has trouble taking videos. However... Yet. Well, I took a really cute video of Elliot on the activity mat the other day, but I looked at my phone, and what I had was... It turns on when I went to pick him up and change his diaper after the activity <laughs> mat. And then I tried to do a video of him in the bath, and actually what I got was... When I took him out of the bath and then carried him to the other room to dry him off. And did I tell you guys this? Yes. All you hear is me saying, okay, okay, okay. Actually, you know what? Sorry. I'm going to talk about a dog, for, but I've got to, it's, it's ridiculous well, how many times Daniel, I say, can you okay. rewrap the present, please? So we can redo it. Yeah. We can do that. We can do that. This. I couldn't watch the whole thing because it was like, it's like eight minutes long, it's right? Seven minutes and five seconds. Okay, let me see if I can. This isn't all of it. I just just hear how many times I say okay, and also how like stressed I sound. Okay. Oh, leggies. You're in a precarious. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I thought when you said that that you were like saying that to him, but no, you're saying it to yourself. I, it's to herself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, Allison, you can do this. Okay. I, okay. Accept Next it. step. Accept okay. This. Okay. Okay. This is your new reality. It's okay. 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 I'm not okay. even aware I say that. No, it's just totally to yourself yeah. like, without even thinking. <laughs> oh, I bet we all have one oh, of those though. Definitely. What's mine? Definitely. I don't know. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I really am trying to reassure myself. Okay. 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 Just, just one more step, Allison. You can get through this. One, okay. 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 Back to the dog thing. <laughs> who was <Okay>. having? <laughs> who was having the best day ever? It's probably Bert, the black terrier mix, up for adoption at Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge. Bert is full of love and wants to be someone's constant companion. When Bert came into the shelter, he had a skin condition that might have had people looking past his cute face and playful personality. Now Bert is all healed and looking for his forever home. At about seven months and 27 pounds, this sweet pocket pity is sure to make someone so happy. Listeners can learn more about Bert using the following tiny URL. It's tinyurl.com slash adoptbert. So again, tinyurl.com slash adoptbert. Um, and there will be a link to him in uh, the episode summary of this episode on my website. Also, Amazon links to various things that we talked about on this episode. And I just realized we didn't do snack chat. There was a special snack chat. So let's just do a quick snack chat for Patreon afterwards because I want to taste the salted caramel Oreo cookies. Awesome. Okay. Um, Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? Find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gonna have a cookie. <laughs> Al? I am at the hashtag Al everywhere. Follow me. That's Jen. right. Go follow him. Uh, you can find me at Jenna Kim Jones, Instagram, Twitter, um, 
You can also go to my website, JennyKimJones.com, to catch up with me, see what's going on, contact me. Uh, and if you want to stay in touch via podcasting, Al and I have a podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenny Kim Jones, that we are going to continue making. So please check that out. Uh, it's fun. It's fun, right? We tell ourselves that. Yeah. So <laughs> it is. It's fun. Check it out. Sorry, not sorry with Jenny Kim Jones. Available where I to I mean iTunes and all like you know where podcasts are. Um, thank you guys so much. What about changing the name to Jenna Kim Jones is your new best friend? Ooh, <laughs> that's got a ring to it. <laughs> Voila! Reminded me of something. I actually would prefer Jenna Kim Jones talks about farts and poop. But <laughs> whatever. Oh, I know one person who would not join you on that. <laughs> uh, Dave, where can we find you? Uh, DavidHuntsberger.com. In the month of August, I will be at The Caves in Edinburgh, Scotland, at a venue there called Just Up the Stairs, doing my one-hour show every night at, like, I think 5.15 p.m. And otherwise, I'm at davidhuntsberger.com, and I do a podcast called The Space Cave, where I have beers and chat with scientists. And uh, I also want to say it was nice getting to know you guys. It was rather brief, but uh, thank you for the snacks. And you have such a good energy. Like, you always laugh really hard at stuff where maybe not everyone else does. I'm like, all right, at least Jenna gets it. (laughs) (laughs) And Al, I'm sorry I doubted you once when uh, it was like, does Al know? And there was one time I didn't think you knew it, and you did. And Uh, apologies. But one of the few times I've come through. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good luck to you guys in Atlanta, and hope to see you down there. Thank you. You're delightful human beings. And Allison asked, like, uh, they're leaving. Do you have anyone in mind? And I was like, I can't even fathom the idea of two people being similar to you guys mm-hmm. across the board energy mm-hmm. intelligence likability all the stuff so you're the best wow thanks Thank you. i did not try to find people i said this show is over <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you can cut that out <laughs> no i think everyone knows everyone knows the show's not over God damn it. Uh, and follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Allison Rosen. Follow shows Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. And uh, follow me on Facebook. Facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen is where you go for that. Everyone, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being in my life. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 